Good morning and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman and our next guest hardly needs an introduction. Phil Sharkey of the Higher Authority. Always great to see you. Thank you, Jonathan. Good to be here as well. Uh, uh, enjoying my time and in our interviews. So uh, uh, I look forward to uh, talking with you today and starting the new year off uh, on the right foot. Absolutely. You always bring us some interesting information. What do you got for us today from uh, from the world of uh, the truth or not? Exactly, Jonathan. So to that point, I think we're going to play a, a little game here. I thought we might spice it up and have a little fun instead of getting into the, the mundane uh, heaviness uh, of my field. But I have two congressional people here, not to pick on politics, but it's so easy uh, when I'm doing background checks or fact checking someone. And we have a little game that we've done with uh, Jeff in the past called Guess the Liar. And I have two people, Jonathan, for you. One is George Santos, the, the former congressional uh, person uh, representing upstate New York that we know so well. And Lauren Bulbert is our other contestant. That's a congressperson from Colorado. So I like to make a, a statement that they've been involved with and see if you can guess which of the two uh, was was the guilty party in this case, if you're ready for it. Well, I, well, I know that none of them are true. That's for starters, right? There's no <laughs> statements that are coming out from either one of them that are factual. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, and again, I don't like to come off again when I get it back to my business. It really reflects on people that you meet in the job interview and start to uh, look for employment. You, you want honesty, you want integrity. No one's perfect, I get that. But as you see with these bombastic uh, situations, you can do better than this. So if you're ready, Jonathan, I'm gonna put you on the spot. So you're gonna put me on the spot, sounds good, let's roll. I, I got a 50-50 shot here, right? You do, exactly. So you got that going for you right off the top. So this contestant or this congressperson compared themselves to Rosa Parks and actually stated that Rosa Parks didn't sit in the back and neither am I when it comes to issues in our country, Jonathan. So which which do you think uh, made that? Oh, oh boy. Uh, you know, that's that's a tough one. I mean, you know, it feels like a trick question here, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it could go either way. I'm going to go with with Santos because he seems a little more, uh, you know, blatant with uh, where he belongs on the bus. Yeah, that that's right. That was George comparing. That was when uh, the uh, Mitt Romney said he shouldn't be at the congressional hearings, and George got uh, all angry and compared himself to to Rosa Parks. Not something I, I think we should go about doing uh, uh, at all. So uh, a little presumptuous of him. I, I know he's important in his own mind. So uh, let me move on to another claim <laughs> for you here. Uh, this congressperson uh, claimed to own thirteen rental properties and was getting no pay from the the people, the no rent during the COVID time frame. So uh, uh, they put themselves out there. But which one of our two, uh, Lauren Bowman hmm. or George Santos? I, I, I'm going to go based on, uh, I think I know this one off the bat, but I'm going to go with some deductive logic here. And I'm going to say, you know, given that he's in a much more metropolitan area, it's got to be Santos. It, it um, is indeed. I, you're, you're, I don't know where right. Bobert is, if there are 13 rental units in in her district. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think she did. Not really her cup of tea. So you're right. So George, no, but the truth, unfortunately, uh, for George, as quite often with him, is he owned no properties at all. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure if he's uh, would be called a pathological liar, because I'm not sure the, the means... He always has a means to his lies. So uh, uh, I'm not sure what the point was with that one, but uh, uh, I'm going to move on here. So get a little more difficulty if we can't trick you a little bit. Um, this person claimed they missed a key house vote on the uh, on, on, uh, the debt uh, ceiling vote in Congress. Very important vote uh, for the nation's debt ceiling. They claimed they missed it because they were protesting the vote. Uh, which one mm. of those two there? Could apply to the answer. They, they weren't they weren't saying they were at the theater. 
I heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they weren't at the theater, but I think you're onto something there, my friend. I'm going to uh, go with Rep Bobert on that one. <laughs> you're right. And, and unfortunately, the truth that came out was not only was she made up her reason for missing, but the CNN was able to film her running to the, the congressional hearing, sprinting up the steps, uh, actually yelling out, did, did they did they start yet? And CNN telling her, no, you, you missed the vote. Uh, they already hit the gavel. And then she came up with like, well, I wasn't going to do it anyways because she was protesting because her opinion wasn't being heard. So I think um, the truth was probably closer to she didn't realize there was a time change between her home district and Washington. Probably might, might have thrown her off a little bit <laughs> might have thrown her off with with, uh, with that. So um, here we got another one here. Uh, this congressperson was under investigation by the Federal Election Commission for breaking federal campaign laws, uh, a big issue today. Ooh, I, I I would suspect that could have been either of them, but uh, you know, since Santos, uh, you know, lied about virtually everything, he must have broken some campaign laws, I would imagine. Yeah, Jonathan, you're right. Actually, that was a trick question because it's both of them. Both <laughs> I figured as much. <laughs> George uh, was obviously uh, that's the reason he's no longer uh, uh, in Congress. He's been removed and is pending. Uh, uh, criminal charges on that. And uh, surprisingly, not far behind, Lauren Boebert is being looked at by the federal campaign. Uh, the FEC filing showed that campaign funds were used to pay her rent and utilities. And again, Jonathan, I'm not perfect. And I, and I know if I do run for politics someday, when you get federal camp, when you get your campaign funds, you can't use that on your utilities, your rent, your dinner, your Botox, your movie theaters. It has to be just for the campaign. It's really not difficult. It's, it's not a difficult uh, uh, process to understand. All right, let's move on to uh, a, a sillier one. How about this one? They claim to be a volleyball star in college. A volleyball. Ah, hmm, hmm. I seem to recall that one. Um, I, I think that was Santos too. Was it not? It, it, it was, and it's interesting. First of all, you know he lied all about his his history at Baruch College as well. But but he's he's like five foot six, I believe, and I don't think many volleyball people. <laughs> Uh, uh, are, are superstars at, at that height. But again, a, a reason to lie, that was mostly before his uh, winning the seat uh, with, with his uh, stacked resume he had. But yeah, you're you're right on the money. So you, you're getting a, a very good at this game. So I'm going to give you a more involved one. I'm, I'm wondering when I get the keys to the car. You're, you're, you're getting close. You're going to have like about two more for you. I don't want to use up all our time. But uh, this happened in November of 2021. And this congressperson called a representative Ilhan Omar, a member of the Jihad squad, and implied she was a terrorist. Uh, so which two of our... Hmm. Uh, hmm. Sounds catty to me. I'm going to go with uh, Rep Bobert on that one. Well, you're, you, are, you, you are a tough egg. <laughs> you're right on the money there. So she made up this story and that she was getting in an elevator and the uh, Capitol Police came running. And then she saw Omar in the back of the elevator. And she says, actually stated that in her words, well, at least she said she doesn't have a backpack so I think we're okay. Very mm. um, strong statement. Fine. Uh, mm. Sensitive. And, 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 <laughs> and interesting to say is that, that Representative Omar said it is all made up. She goes, she never even saw me in an elevator. And she said bigotry gets her, her clout with her people. So uh, she even made up a terrible story, which is very interesting to me. All right. I got time for just a couple more, Jonathan, if you're game. And uh, I, I absolutely am. But I want to I want to also talk about what are the implications here, because, you know, we, we I'm sure we see, uh, you know, these are so bizarre and so extreme in some cases. You wonder how somebody in the public eye can come up with them. But 
Why, why don't we continue on and then we'll get to that uh, to the, to those I'll, questions? I'll, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you two more. So we'll see which way you go on these these two here. This uh, person, this congressperson, has not passed one single bill the entire time they were in Congress or are in Congress. So not even one has been sent to a legislation uh, 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 act mm -hmm. at all. Um, that, that, that seems like a trick question. They both could probably qualify for that one as well. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, with uh, Santos. This actually, I got you. This is a Jess Lauren uh, Bolbert. She has a six-figure salary, by the way. And her, her congressional seat is to, again, pose things for bills and, and put that out there for her legislative, her her. Her uh, her district and she's produced nothing so far. So uh, maybe that's coming. I, I don't know. Uh, My guess I'm is she's not alone. No, no, she's not alone. <laughs> that. Yeah, this this could be a wide field. We could have gone through quite a quite a, a big group of people. And uh, this one we're gonna have uh, gonna maybe wrap up with this one for you. They were accused of. Um, well, no, that, that that one's too easy. I want a harder one for you. Um, how about this one? They started a nonprofit called Friends of the Pets United. Uh, and a GoFundMe, a GoFundMe uh, uh, page for people with with pet problems. Wow! 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 Very wow! Nice. Wow! Well, yeah. You know, since most of what came out of Santos was pretty extreme, I'm going to go with that one as well. You're right on the money. He uh, raised three thousand dollars <laughs> for a veteran who uh, pet needed surgery. Of course, the veteran never got the money, and the pet never got the money. He also issued uh, fifteen thousand dollars in bad checks to breeders for puppies, which uh, all bounced. But uh, um, Wow. Again, what, a, what, a gem, what a gem of a character and some great gem. Uh, it, it, it and, and now he has on his resume that he actually made it to Congress. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, and actually could put that on there for once. That would be an actual real claim. But but I guess the point of this exercise, Jonathan, and as we see, I know these are two extreme cases, but like you said, the ramifications of it. So for my clients who are out there and they're going to hire someone, and you're walking in the door. I mean, when you think of your branding and and doing something as as minimal as a background check, just to find out who they are. On both these people, they had a history where if you had researched them, uh, red flags would have, have surfaced immensely and maybe you wouldn't have brought that burden onto you and that embarrassment onto you uh, in, in the private sector, at least uh, for your company. So, you know, it's fascinating to me, Phil, because, you know, in these cases, they're pretty extreme, pretty public, uh, you know, obviously very public. Um, the stories came out afterwards, just the, you know, listening to the, uh, uh, the, the not even embellishment, just the straight out lies and how extreme they were. Um, you know, and it, it, it's, it's mind boggling to me that somebody can perpetuate that in a public eye and think that they're going to get away with it. It, uh, do you see that transferred to the work that you're doing where people, you know, uh, maybe not quite to this extreme extent, but, um, you know, how do they think they're going to get away with it? <laughs> I, I, I do. And, and I see it again. Sometimes I get the pushback from individuals and rights and I understand and nothing's ever infringed upon regarding individuals rights. But you're going into especially our clients that work in the public sector and have a big uh, a file following regarding their 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 platforms to take that chance on someone who just, there's so many disturbed people, I think, and it's getting worse in our country and they look like they're perfectly fine. It's not the ones that my clients see smell of booze and walk in like, this is a problem. Everything seems to be perfectly fine until it's not. And you see a history, a pattern uh, in investigations where it's just a concern. And basically it comes down to background screening that Sometimes you have different candidates and one may just be a lot more safer of a choice than the other, especially when you invest on finding out, you know, what, what their history is. 
Well, the old adage, and I think it probably holds true in this case for you, Phil, is uh, what, what you see at the tip of the iceberg, there's usually something way below the water, much larger below the water surface. Yeah, yeah, J Jonathan, we just had one this week for one of our hotel chains where, uh, you know, they said there was a history that they were, you know, uh, had a bank issue or something. And it turned out to be they actually were involved in a bank robbery as the, the driver of the vehicle uh, of an armed robbery of a bank. So again, like you said, tip of the iceberg for sure. They mentioned there was something to do with a bank, but not quite in that detail. I once but, went through a drive-thru. It, <laughs> it was as innocuous uh, as that. Yeah, I went through the drive-thru, but they didn't uh, tell you it was armed robbery and they yeah. were driving the getaway car. So Just a wrong place at the wrong time. So again, uh, what I suggest to people is there surely is to put down a release form and say, I'm going to do a background check. Heck, half the time, the real trouble people won't even go further. You don't have to spend any money at all. But by putting a policy in place, it's just good business. It's doing your due diligence and showing that you're going to at least check who's coming in your door to try to provide a, a safe workplace for you. Great stuff, as always, Phil. Uh, really fascinating, interesting how we take, you know, the everyday sublime and turn it into real life and uh, how you bet that out. If people want to reach out to you and find out more about the higher authority and how they might uh, engage you to to be involved with, uh, with vetting out some of their candidates, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Yeah, right on the internet. Our website is higherauth.com. That's H-I-R-E-A-U-T-H.com. Toll free, you get 888-230-5901. We work coast to coast in the country. And unlike a lot of our larger competitors, you actually have a person and human contact when you call and you get right through to a person and not have to wait for, for feedback and callback. So you can get right through to us. Fantastic. As always, our guest has been Phil Sharkey, president and owner of The Higher Authority. Always a pleasure to have you on Radio Entrepreneurs. Thanks so much. And we'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.